Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Good morning. Morning, running commentary. Here we are with Vassos Alexander. Welcome. Morning, guys. Thank you. Say welcome, but we're actually at your house, so that's kind of... Actually, yes, let me say welcome. Welcome. This is my this is my usual run. Well, it's nice that from you... From my house. We, we so often run from our houses. We're right on the other side of London, and it's a gorgeous day. You were, you were just deciding where we're going. Where are we going today, and how far? Well, <laughs> we've got the dog with us, Holly the Labrador. Morning, um, Holly. And she... Morning, <laughs> she knows, basically, she knows that... In three and a half minutes' time, we will be somewhere where there is kind of wasteland that no human ever goes to, where she can poo, a place and we don't have to stop perform her <laughs> morning up. ablutions. Yes, she. Uh, She's trying. She has been known to try it on and basically just do it before <laughs> that. So we <laughs> we have the emergency bags just in case. Okay, and if when we get there, me or Paul want to go in, is that okay? Yeah, absolutely fine. Yeah, but just watch out for. That you know, it's known. actually there every day. <laughs> it is reminding me of quite an exciting sequence in your book. Well, there is, yeah. I mean, my kids love that because, you know, all runners will know that, you know, occasionally we're, we're taken short. Not quite as dramatically as I was once um, during an Ironman marathon, but, you know. You have to go. Are, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you do have to go. It's I a thing we really kind of need, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's a little bit like it's the closest we can get to knowing what it's like to be a pregnant woman and need to go to the toilet. Exactly. It's not like I'm going to go at some point. It's this is going to happen. (laughs) What we can conclude is this is a highbrow start to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're straight to the big issues of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Runners, there's not any big issues today. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so once we get past the uh, dog toilet, well, what we've got, what we've got coming up is a little, a little bit of the bend in the River Thames. Barnes, where I live, is just in the, in a little loop of the Thames. Yep. so we'll do about half of that loop just to get a little sense of riverside running. Lovely, really. we love it. We're quite proud of our running round here. Seems really nice, I must uh, say. So, you know, within within half a mile, we're either in, close. you know, woo, Barnes Common, yep. and then through there, you're only crossing one road, really, and you're in Wimbledon Common. Yeah. Um, and then you can cross, you know, one more road, and you're in Richmond Park. And then, you know, and then back here in Barnes. So brilliant. brilliant. It's nice. And we have Riverside. So we'll start with Riverside, go to Common and see where the mood takes us. So you really can go out the door and do, uh, you know, many, many miles of nice country. Yes. However, I don't know if you have this, but, you know, 
I mean, and I do absolutely love where I run. Yeah. Um, but do you know when you, you sometimes think of run that starts in your front door? Because you've done so many of them. You know, there isn't a, a trail. In, in Richmond Park, yeah. there are paths around it. There are paths inside it. There are, there are kind of quite wide bits of short grass, which are sort of paths through the middle of it. Yeah. Then there are very narrow little bits through the, through the heather or longer grass. Yeah. I must have run on every single one of those. Yeah. You, you, know, you could blindfold me, yes, parachute yeah. me into Richmond Park, and I will tell you exactly where I am, not only <laughs> you know, in relation to the rest of the park, but to the rest of London. Yeah. You just start sprinting up yeah. the nearest hill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Random. Um, and uh, so I just, sometimes I go, you know, I run from here, and uh, <laughs> I do think, oh, this old run again. Yeah, yeah, yes. yes. But I'm, yeah. I'm sort of enjoying it, seeing it almost through you, just through your eyes, yeah, to remind me how lucky I am. And it's nice also when you've got just enough to mix them up. I often kind of flick through the thumbed old Rolodex of the runs I always do. Yeah. Oh, do I you mean, do I that, did as that well? one the other day. I mean, it's not an actual Rolodex, it's yeah. in my mind. But the principle is the same. Yeah. And I'll go, yeah, I did that one. Oh, I did that one the other day. Oh, I'm sick of that one. Then I'll get to one and think, oh, no, I'm in the mood for the, you know, there's always one that you do fancy. So she knows now. Off you go, Holly. She knows. <laughs> she she's knows. off. She knows. She's off. See you in a minute. <laughs> the river's just down yeah, there, but okay. we'll go in here for her benefit. <laughs> it's really. a kissing gate. This is a little. If you ever want to do, come here and do mile repeats. Right. This is a, le- a little kind of lake Which is just off big the hit. river. Yeah. Which is called right. leg of mutton because if you look at it from above, it looks like a, a leg of mutton. Whoa! Easy. She has actually let me down there. Oh, no, I don't she's think gone early. I don't think I can leave that. She's gone early. Oh. She has gone early. Usually, it's down there. Should I take a picture? <laughs> <She excitement. laughs> Please do. <laughs> it's the excitement of the company, isn't it? She wants yeah. it. When you mentioned mile repeats, she got really excited. <laughs> so this, you see this little path that we're on? Yeah. yeah. And if you if you look on the left, so on the right is the River Thames. On the left is another little, I don't know what you call it, it's a sort of lake. Okay. It's the opposite of an island. Lagoon? Yeah, lagoon. I exactly say that. Lagoon. Um, this part here is exactly a mile round. Nice. And it's beautiful, isn't it? It's a lovely little... It's lovely. Actually, there's a little view up here. So you've got the River Thames up here, so I was going to come out of this gate, but we'll go out the next one. It's such a gorgeous day. I'm just looking at you guys going through the dappled sunlight through these leaves. It's not going to be like this for much longer, autumn-wise. No. Vassos delicately carrying a plastic bag of... Of poo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really miss like it. Like some weird poo yeah. relay. <laughs> but this being Barnes, it has to be a waitress bag, doesn't it? Yeah. And it being yeah, a relay, classy, yeah. do we have to take it in shifts? <laughs> so just, I mean, there's a bench coming up here. Just have a look at that. We maybe even pause. You know, we're in central London. Yeah, you can't yeah. see a building, you can't hear a car. Yeah, look at yeah, that. That's, that's gorgeous. gorgeous. That's gorgeous yeah. I'm Instagramming that. Really nice, really nice. And it is so nice to get by rivers. I'm saying this, uh, yeah. it, it is, it's just good for the soul. Yes. I'd, in uh, September, I've done gigs in Newcastle and Glasgow and run by the Tyne and by the Clyde. It's just fantastic. Unbeatable. Here comes Holly's the dog. Watch out, a little torpedo coming through. So where are you at with your running at the moment? I mean, we'll chat about the book in a bit, which is fab, actually, which I'm loving the book. But where are you, what are you currently um, engaged in then, Vass? Well, I'm about a month behind you guys right. in marathon preparation. Right. Sorry, uh, Steve uh, in uh, Spain. Uh, but, but Holly, 
Come on. Ahead of us in almost every other conceivable way. But yeah, not a bit of it. Um, well, I mean, definitely not a bit of it, because I remember, Paul, reading your column in Runner's World. I haven't read it for a while, to be honest, because, you know, sort of... You don't have to... Don't explain. It's fine. It's there well, every month. You're a busy man. <laughs> well, I just got to the stage where I, I was getting Runner's World, and I was thinking, hang on, I'm surely... I, I've read an issue where you can smash your 10k PB. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's so hard to think of anything yeah. new with those yeah. monthly mags, isn't it? Get faster over 5k, 10k, yeah. losing weight, yeah. running as Eat, you get yeah. older. Yeah. It's just the same stuff, it's the same simple stuff, isn't it? But it's running's great. great, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but especially for someone who was new to running, sort of, you know, five, six, seven, eight years ago when I was, it's great to. It's great to have those things. Yes, know, where is, where yeah. else do you find out about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. So, totally. yeah, did you, when, so you started running in 2008. Is that um, accurate? I think so, yes, because I remember running in Beijing for the, during the Olympics. I was there, I think it was the BBC's first reporter in Beijing before the Olympic Games. Really? And I decided to do a 10K through the streets of Beijing to yeah. see what the smog was like to tell nice. Paula. Right. <laughs> and uh, people looking at me like I was yeah. mad. And me thinking, wow, wow, I suppose I would call myself a runner. And what was the, what what the smog like? Because it was terrible. Yeah. Really? But that was before they, they made it rain. I was in Shanghai once and uh, we just went out, not running or anything, just walking in the afternoon. And uh, yeah, had a sore throat after about an hour and a half. It was horrible. Yeah, it's exactly that. Um, and I chose a, you know, a bad day for it. I sort of, sort of on purpose, so that you know, yes. I can make for a better well, feature. What a lovely start to your running um, story. <laughs> a bit of impurities down the lungs. Well, I mean, what a lovely start to this podcast. We've done poo <laughs> and smog. <laughs> you do seem uh, drawn to extremes, though, Gus, don't you? You like you, you you started running, you took to it. Before long, you were running. You know, you've yeah. run all night. You've run a hundred mile race. You run. You like yeah. your, you uh, like extremes. I remember I am now. You know, I didn't know whether I did a hundred miles in the summer. Yeah. But the reason, by the way, I'm a month or so behind you, is um, you guys are doing. We're doing York. York next weekend. Yes. And I'm doing New York about a month after that. Yeah. Um, you should do York with us because then New York will make a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> um. York's meant to be lovely. Yeah, I did it. I did it two years ago, and it's really great. Although it was foggy, so I didn't see much. People keep asking what it was like. So, well, it was nice to run, but I didn't really see anything. Yeah, speaking of Beijing, the day I had one morning off, the day I went to see the Great Wall of China, which is about three hours out of Beijing. Yeah. It was so foggy, you couldn't right. see the wall, even when you were standing on it. Wow. So you don't really know so, you were there. Yeah. Um, so you're in a bit of a... So I'm high yes. mileage, but proper training. I just period. fell in love. I did the Southwest Downs 100 miler. That's How far did you run before you did that 100 miles? I had done. Oh, oh she let me goodness. down again. She's off again. She is off again. She reminds me of me. Right. <laughs> Luckily, there is a bin up there. Uh, it's a shame in a way. We kind of wanted to watch you carry that bag all the way around. Yeah. I'm sure I brought a reserve bag, but it's not in my pocket, so luckily it was a big bag. Um, <laughs> I guess just get a, a flash forward to me and Paul pulling, reaching into the bum bags later on. <laughs> this isn't the recorder. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So yes, I did the Southwest Downs hundred miler. Yeah, and so was it? How was it? June. How much of a leap was that to hundred miles? So do you? I had done hundred k before. Right. Um, which was great. The uh, it's called the race to the stones, and over this thing called the Ridgeway. Yeah, in the Chilterns. Yes, starting in the Chilterns, ending in Swindon or just south of Swindon. Yeah. But um, which was lovely. So sixty-two miles, which was the longest I'd run before. Um, the 100 miler right yeah. and so it was a step up there was a moment when I thought you know I've definitely run you know 63 miles now and this is the longest run I've ever done yes. so we're going to just I think cross the road now Holly okay. stay come on come on quick go on Holly and you want to do a long run if you keep going along there it's about 11 miles to Kingston Bridge along the right. river um, and you liked the ultras then? You liked? I just, I, what I was telling you guys before we started recording, that something about the 100 miles, I don't know why, but it seemed to just um, complete the circle. Right. I finished that. I did, I mean, I... What a nice way of putting it. I, yeah. I didn't, um, I didn't know it would do that. I did it almost because it was the next step from 100 kilometres, and I thought that'll be it then. I'll have run 100 miles. That's the sort of... So complete you know, what circle? Stand. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, yeah. Um, so. and, uh, but I got to the end, and I just thought, this is what it's all about. I was almost, it was almost like a sort of, it was almost a piece. And I, and I likened it to, to having kids. Yeah. You know, certainly as a, as a, as a bloke, I, I can't speak for anyone actually apart from myself, but yeah. when I had each of my children, for a good few weeks afterwards, I was just in a little bubble of everything is okay with the world. Yep. And, yeah, I can relate to that. Um, and really nothing else matters. And actually, nothing else does, but you let real life creep back in. Of course. And yep. I was in that same bubble, just as strongly, completing the 100 miles. Brilliant. And I, you know, and it's it's the people, but you will not you will not meet better people. Um, what fellow the runners, competitors, fellow both runners, the runners and actually moreover the the volunteers. Yeah, right. You know, it's it's two o'clock in the morning. I've been here for eight hours. Um, you are the 400th runner I've seen. But let don't you know you sit yeah. Let me pick up your Brilliant. your sweaty vomit covered <laughs> you know <laughs> towel. No, is that? Did you want me to? Well, how would you like your tea? Brilliant. You know, can Brilliant. I put a bit of cold water in it for you? Yeah. And they're just, they're just the most wonderful people. And, you know, I was, I was lucky enough, I was relatively near the, I mean, not a good runner, but I came to the 23rd or something. Right. I ran with a guy who'd run a lot of it with a guy called Sam, who I think the previous year he'd come second. And he, you know, and the people around us were... Did he help you through it a little bit then? Or yeah. Sam or? I think Sam struggled early on before I did. Right. He kept saying that, you know, I was helping him through it, which is just him being nice. That's a sort of another case in point, you know. Yes. But, uh, well, this is nice. Where are we now? So this is Barnes Green. Thank Barnes you. Barnes got run over. Um, and, uh, yeah. So he was struggling. Um, I think he, he might have been struggling a bit. Certainly at one point he said, you know, you go on. But, um, but everyone, you know, there was a guy who... After about 65 miles, um, was coming the other way, back yeah. towards the nearest aid station. And he said, um, you know, he was back to bodily functions. You know, he was, he was weeing red. Right. Ooh, and, right. Uh, That's a bad sign. I mean, I'm not a doctor. Yeah. Um, well, actually, Sam, who was with me, goes, 
Really? You're going to stop for that? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but anyway, apparently it had been happening for a while, and he was going to, you know, he was going to head back. And so Sam obviously said, and, and you know, I was with him. And I said, you know, let's let's walk you back. It's a mile or so to the nearest aid station. Yeah. And uh, that's my my two-year-old daughter. Nice. The nursery just there. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, as we speak. So really, you should be asleep. Well, you can. <laughs> if last night is anything to go by, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, and so the, the, the understanding was, we'll obviously walk back with you to the nearest aid station. And the guy refused. Right. And he goes, but just so you know, you're the fourth and fifth people that I've passed coming back. Right. And we're in the top 20 here, so some people yeah. might have been competitive. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't, but yeah. you know, some people ahead might have been thinking top 10 or whatever. Right. And uh, he said, everyone... Everyone has offered to uh, actually let's go this way to um, to help out to help out to walk me back to sort of That's sacrifice crazy. their own race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's know, like and I sometimes just goes see to show that the Brownlee brothers thing is yeah is part of an attitude, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, they came in the studio last week. Yeah. You won't. I'm not even met them, but they are just. You will not find two nicer human beings. They would do well. Yes. <laughs> doing the long stuff. Yeah. So tell me about. Um, there's lots to chat about ultras, but what fascinates me is the eating aspect of yeah. it. Yeah, it's your first thing every time, isn't it? <laughs> so you're allowed I to run I love the idea of eating while running, <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm wondering what form that takes. Basically, I found this out doing, um, doing an Ironman once, that if you don't eat, you really properly struggle. Yeah, and, uh, so you've got to scoff something, of course. Yeah. Um, so... Um, it's a case of, for most people, and again, I was lucky enough to, to be around people who had a lot more experience with these things, so I'm sort of quoting them a bit, yeah. and also my own experiences. Just eat what you can when you can, just to, you know, to have the calories. Right. Because at some point during the day, day and a half for some people, your stomach will start we'll rejecting s- food. We'll stop eating, stop yeah. accepting it. Yeah. It's like it all becomes, I mean, this is just from what you've said, what people said. It's like it all becomes a bit more surfacial. You yeah, well, the thing food, is, you, you know, food. when it gets, to, it gets dark and you're on your own in the middle of the South Downs with a little patch of light from your head torch in front of you and your entire world consists of that little bit of light. Right. It's like a, so it's like mindfulness, really. It's, um, I'm fascinated by this, the you know, the, 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 the long distance thing um, and what makes it so, so fantastic. In fact, you know, the, the lovely people who published my book have just agreed to publish another one on the longer stuff. Like it. Good. So, good. Uh, so I will, you know, if we catch up next so year, hopefully I'll know more. chapters. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad shout, actually. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, 10 volumes of 10. <laughs> Vassos' book is 26.2 chapters. We loved your book. Thank you. Yeah, it's a great book. It's a great book. Well, what comes through is your joy of running. The yeah. simple joy of it is infectious. So we're going to cross the railway line now. And we have, without really thinking about it, sort of headed towards Richmond Park. So okay. we'll do that. Cool. Then come into Wimbledon Common and back. Cool. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. You can really tell that Holly's done this before. She's leading on the Off you go. <laughs> so, yeah, just crossing the railway at Barnes. There they go. So, you talk about the, uh, about the sound of an ultra distance at one stage, about sort of the mental thing about it. Is there anything more to be said about that? Or do you have to sign and run it to experience it? You know the sort of... Because I get that feeling a bit off a marathon, the bubble feeling. Yeah. So obviously, running's one of those things, is it? The longer you run, if you're of sufficient fitness, the more fun it gets. Yeah. No question. So, so the, the idea is, the longer you run, the better it's going to get on some level mentally or whatever, you know. So, yeah. I don't think it's like... But I don't think it's like, you know, the drugs don't work. Right. I don't think it's like... You need more. You crave more. It's just, it's almost like the drugs work better. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, you get into the rhythm more sort of solidly. Or Yes. I mean, I can't imagine my life without running, but yeah. it would be, be a lot poorer. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think and I think all runners would say that. Yeah. So it may yeah, be the link between the physiological and the kind of spiritual is that what your body's doing is... As, and your your ego is doing this, not your ear, so you're not deciding to do it, it's happening naturally. Your body is becoming more and more efficient. Yeah. So you're just, just gradually taking things away. What would start early on as kind of fussing about the marathon and yeah. thinking about your splits. And later on you start worrying about blisters. Yeah. You know, if you're running 50 miles, you're thinking about food. But then somehow, the further you go, your concerns just kind of slip away. There's Says a, the guy who's never done. Yeah, there's a quote from um, oh, an American philosopher of several hundred years ago, maybe one of the founding fathers. Anyway, it's at the bottom of Scott Jurek, who's like the best at this. Oh yes, long yeah. distance running. Yeah, it's a, his auto signature on his email. Yeah, and it goes something like, beyond the very extreme of fatigue and distress, we may find amounts of ease and power yes. that we never knew we, we possessed. Yeah. Um, and I told that to my wife, and she said that the key word is may. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I disagree. I think we really do. You kind of, like you break through a barrier, and suddenly, you know, it's like you're on the, 
you know you can go forever yeah, upper, upper echelons of nirvana yeah, yeah. Just... well i think the closest comparison in terms of hearing about it and reading about it, it does seem to be deep meditation you know yes well that's what i think as well it's like eat pray love you know elizabeth gilbert we're talking about here we go literally sitting uncomfortably stay on your ass on, for hours and hours and then not moving or thinking about anything and then suddenly okay yeah. come on honey stay suddenly you're up in the cosmos you know and I just think I think it would make my bum hurt and that's true with the running I just um, yeah I cannot recommend it highly enough um, but I'm, I'm desperate to to really try I mean I'm, I'm sure I won't but I'll at least try and get to the bottom of why it is such a magical thing yeah. going long um, but ultimately the fact that you're asking the question means you got there and is, I, yeah. you know, Nirvana is the journey yes yeah, yeah. actually God, that's good. Well done. Can I use that as well? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to write it with me? <laughs> 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 but, um, but that's what it's all about. I mean, I think the other thing that makes think of is what you say, Paul, is you always just say, when you're training for distance, you're trying to tap into that part of all of us who enjoy running, which is to go out there and run until you've finished. Yes. You know, with no defined finishing point just until your body can't do it anymore which sometimes which once you get going feels kind of like never it does sometimes on a, on a good day <laughs> but you're but going you're going for a bit of a uh, you see this new york as maybe your last the last bolts of a of a swifty yeah of a swift one i mean you know when i'm trying for a quick marathon i do stress about um, yeah split what's times your, and body what's your marathon PB well it's 255 which is um, good which is which is okay <laughs> but London was 259 right well, um, this year this year right but um, a um, I don't know about the 255 my watch said it was 26 miles not 26.2 okay. and it was a small marathon where right. was that uh, in France uh-huh. and I just there's no kind of so I'm, I'm not sure about that right yeah I definitely couldn't use it as a yeah you know a good for age time yeah um it was it's funny because you sent me that photo of uh 259 was that at London this year yeah so what it, what it, what it was we have uh, that was a great photo we very we, we do these auctions for children in need on the radio show and we auctioned seven places in London. You know, Steve Cram offered to help train these guys. Right. Him and Alison, where they live up in Northumberland. Um, Paula went for a little run and a, you know, a Q&A session right. in Regent's Park. We all had dinner the night before. And I knew that two of these guys, Liam um, and Jules, wanted to break three and hadn't done it before. Yeah. And I just had one of those days where my, my legs were working, Yeah. my watch was working yeah (laughs) remarkably i mean every time we went under the balloons it it beeped for a mile brilliant um and my head was working and i was working it out so i just i overtook jules about three miles in feeling epic and i said you know what you're going too fast let's i just stay with me for a couple of miles but we didn't plan it but we ended up racing the whole thing together yeah and i managed to you know i was privileged enough to pace him him under that's brilliant Um, yeah yeah and, and that, that photo that you said, that hug, 
That's one of my favourite moments. He looks amazing. Because yeah, it looks like you're, you're sort of we, on a shipwreck or something. Yeah. Looks like <laughs> but to be able to share that with other people, maybe my legs were in shape to to do a 255 or a 4 or whatever. Right. But oh, yeah. I would much prefer... And we met. We caught up with Liam, who was literally going backwards right. with about five miles to go. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and we dragged him along as well. Brilliant. And, you know, it was just one of those... Those great days, and you know what London's like. Oh yeah. I don't know. You both it's run London. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. you have Paul, but Rob, yeah. And you know the the tidal waves, the good wishes. It's amazing. That's right. Once you go international, you realise how special that is. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. other European cities. Yeah. Of our experience. In the Bois de Boulogne. <laughs> it's sometimes like in Paris the week before, you may as well be running on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Tell him about Berlin, Rob. <laughs> have you well, done just, Berlin, Bass? No. I'm I trying did to, Berlin I'm trying last to year. <laughs> not the other day, but a year ago. Yeah. And I've done London a few times now. And it was going to Berlin that made me realise, because Berlin is very similar to London yeah. in many ways. You know, it's a big city. It's a major. Yeah. It's very nicely run. The uh, starting and finishing area is a good place to be. And then you get out there. And there's, where's the love? Yeah. No one's dressed up. No one's behind the fence. There's just that kind of joy of it yeah. that London does so well. Well, and, and then it's so specific. And then though, at the finishing line, you know, finish line. So I had one of the moments, certainly of my running life, but of my actual life as well. You know, it's up there. Yep. When we all finished. Yeah. Together, we'd done it. Yeah. Two fifty nine. The hug. I'm dragged off to be interviewed. They go somewhere else, and then you know, there's 50,000 or 40,000 stories like that me yeah, and Liam and Jules, yeah. all crossing the finishing line for one of the moments of their lives. Yeah. And then all that goodwill just trickles away down the tube or on the buses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there should be a massive party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> in St right. James's Park that night with bands and camping and things. Yeah, it's and true. And actually, um. I'm not even sure I should be telling you this yet because it's so early in the planning stages. Good, but tell us. You're having one. But also for children in need. Good. Um, it's not confirmed or anything, but we no, are... This is a verbal contract. If you yeah, say okay. this now, Well, I wanted to, so let's uh, carry on. Um, <laughs> we do, a, we do a, a festival, two actually, a year called Carfest. Carfest, yeah. yeah. Um, which are great things and the atmosphere is fantastic. But every running event... I've done yeah. for the book. You know, um, there's a real positive energy around it. You know, because yeah. you get a load of runners together, yeah. and what's not to like, it sort of it goes with the miles. You know, you two are lovely guys, we've only just met, but. They love chatting about running, don't There's a commonality, isn't there? Yeah, because yeah. Of run. yeah. So, I thought, how about a run fest where you don't just turn up and race and go? You're in, you know, you're all in. Right, so, you yeah. turn up on the Friday. You camp. We have a pasta party. We yeah. have maybe a silent disco. Right. Yeah, or yeah, we, yeah. Whatever parties we have end at 10 p.m. Yep. And then you have a one-mile race for the kids, a 5k, a 10k. Some really good beds in these you know. tents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, a half marathon, a marathon, maybe a double marathon. Um, somewhere beautiful and wonderful. Make it for children in need. And I just think it could be... Oh, it's a fabulous idea. idea. Yeah. Because um, all the content's there already, isn't it? It's like you say, yeah. when you come away from an event, that joy, yeah. it dissipates, but it's there. Exactly. You know, to be on so the imagine tube. you can distill it into a party. It. So here yeah, we go, I into Richmond it. Park. We just fa- passed the, uh, the LTA. Is this Hamgate? And the ITF. No, this is Roehampton Gate. Actually, we're almost time. doing a tour Sorry. of my children's schools. Yeah. Because that is where my son goes to school there. Excellent, I'll get that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Hi. Hi, baby. No, I love it because the, the closest thing to that is, apart from Stay. the... We're going to just cross the road after this meeting. Um, She's going to let us? Thank, thank you. You, you want you to be allowed to be in that place after run as well, don't you? Because the great thing, the Parkinson's UK, we, I always run for, we run for this year. They have an event at the hotel on the Strand. Yeah. And it's just... Uh, you need that moment, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, you need to bottle it. Uh, what I'd like, you know, what I'd like for for Runfest is for the whole thing to feel like a sort of well, like that finishing line in London this year, holding yeah. hands across the line sort of moment. Yes. Right. Um, just to have that ethos about it. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll obviously make it brilliant. We'll yeah. obviously get you know people people involved and um, you know, but it's just. It just seems too good an opportunity to miss, especially given how much good it would, A, do for children in need, yeah. and B, how it could get people active. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, it'd be great I'm yeah. absolutely passionate about that. Yeah. You know, no, my, absolutely. My absolute favourite thing, having written that book, is getting emails getting or tweets yes, to say, right. I've got my running mojo back, yeah. what I've started running, because I read your book. That's, you know, wow, yeah. I've won, that's why I wrote it. Running evangelism, quite yeah. right. I think that also, it's... It, Potentially, you're bottling that alchemy, certainly of, well, of London. I hope to find in other marathons, where um, one, it turns kind of often hardship and difficult stories. Yeah. People have their own reasons yeah. for running, their own sort of charities, their own dramas. It alchemizes that into yeah. joy. Yes. And then the other thing it does is takes all those those forty thousand individual stories. Yeah. I love hands of Turns them into uh, one big one. Yeah. And puts everyone together. It's a beautiful thing. So are you are you in a club then, Vass, or you just run on your own a lot or I when you do your, I'm, your hill sessions or whatever, you're alone. Well what I tend warrior. to do is I come in here, yeah. Bridgman Park. It's so lovely. Right on the other side of the park. So that's a little hill. Yeah. Spanker's Hill. Right. That we can see in front of us. Um, but if you go right to the other side of the park in Richmond. There's something called Petersham Hill, with, uh, which is actually quite famous. It's called Turner's View. So this is amazing. Um, well, they turned them into flat. Amazing building on the top with this extraordinary view over Petersham Meadows and a bend in the river. Right. And uh, that is the hill. That's the proper hill. It's, yeah. it's two. Um, She's going again. No, this is, uh, this is a wee. Okay. She's a girl dog. But a lot of people mistake that for a poo. <laughs> And yeah, give yeah. me the dirty look. I'm glad we're talking about poo again. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were getting a bit too we worthy. We were getting a bit off we the <laughs> um, So the hills give you... I don't know, I just... I enjoy it. You know, I yeah. turn up early for, for the school pick-up. I'm lucky enough most days that I can be there at the gate. And, you know, having this on the, on the doorstep is just so lucky. It's a fantastic Yes. Yeah, yeah um, Richmond Park's amazing. Right. So we've done about three and a half miles. Yeah. Are we okay to do it about the same again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine, yeah. Sounds so good. we'll come out we'll come out at uh, Robin Hood Gate, which is about a mile away, into Wimbledon Common, up a hill, down a hill. Yeah. And like uh, underground, right. overground. And then yeah. <laughs> exactly. So going back to marathons, I feel like there's a bit of a balancing act there between it sounds like you're two fifty nine was really steady you did what yeah. I think Paul did this year which is to kind of pace it out well enough that there's kind of no change in the story it all looked dear over there I know there was I, I tried to build up enough of a cushion 
because then you would struggle, or we would struggle. Yeah. You always slow down yeah. a little bit in the second half. So, so if you look at the, the split, so I think we started at about 6.40, yeah. right, 6.35, right. and then ended up um, 7, 7.05, yeah. Right, right. 7.20 even. So what were you at London this year? I did 3.10. I knew I wasn't going to beat three. Yeah. So I just set off sort of seven tens and slowed a bit in the second half, yeah. but I felt quite strong throughout. I didn't really, yeah, I didn't feel destroyed by it. We had a bit of a wind, didn't we? Helping us for a lot of it, didn't we? Yeah, it's quite nice. I was injured. I got cracked a rib at Christmas, which put a real dent in my training. And I had a tough one. I got to about 2022. Yeah. I just had nothing left. Yeah. I mean, really nothing. That's horrible, isn't it? And yeah, and I was actually really pleased psychologically that I went after that because I walked not for long started running about 23 and I just got faster and faster and faster my 26th mile was as fast as any of my first 10 wow and it was all on pure um, stubbornness you know nothing as soon as I went over the line I felt like I wanted to go to hospital (laughs) (laughs) but having said that you know year before was much fitter I'd like to access some of that bullishness because I came in over the line and thought, yeah, I feel great. And immediately started thinking, well, why didn't I spend this energy during the run? You know? Yes. You should feel knackered at the end of a marathon. Yeah, you, you certainly should. You should feel like there's well, nothing left, really. It's like a, what we were talking about, the, the bend in the river. That's where they have the boat race. Yeah. And uh, I know rowers, and they say the point is, you know, not how fast you can go, but whether you can expend your last drop of energy with the final stroke yeah, yeah. and that's a bit it's like it's a timing juggling thing isn't it, it is, marathon. Yeah. 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 yeah you know because i'd happily go out and run the first you know half in i don't know 120 yeah if i knew it would bring me in in sub 250 however much pain i'd be in but it doesn't quite work like that because yeah. if you get it wrong it goes really wrong doesn't it? Yeah. i love the way i said i'd happily go and run it in 120 as if i'm capable of that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i am well you probably are you probably are but if the pace goes wrong in a marathon, yeah, it can be. No, I'm worried for all about you, overrunning ahead of York. Thank you. Please don't worry. <laughs> I'm going to worry, worry until us. next Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing you say is going to stop me, unless you say I won't run. Well, you've got to run. The last ten days, oh, no. you can't get fitter. But if you get it too wrong, you can lose a bit, can't you? No. Do you not think so? You can lose a bit by overrunning. Yeah. I'm definitely of the agreement that you should line up feeling slightly undertrained in terms of just eager to go. Do you know yeah. what I mean? If, you, if you're feeling heavy leg, then you've done yeah. too much. So it's no, even if you're feeling right. normal leg, you've done too much. Right. I, I try not to run for three or four days before the marathon. Right. Yeah. I often do that a really short one on the Thursday or Friday before the Sunday, but really just to try and play a trick on my body. Yeah. Where I think, so what, we're going for a run? Yeah. And then you don't. So then you leave yourself feeling like you need a run. Yes. That's a good call. You've yeah. a good idea today. But tapering, <laughs> tapering's tough, isn't it? Because oh, you do, it does lead to paranoia. It can make you feel rough. You've really got to, but on the other hand, it needs to be done. So you've really got to balance it. You've got to kind of, it's like driving a car. You've got to come to a really gentle, controlled stop. Yes, yeah. Ready to pull away at the lights. Do you do your carb loading? Um, I tried that this year for the first time before London. Yeah, same here, actually. And uh, oh, you starved first, did you? Yeah. Right. Monday, Tuesday. Right. Felt terrible. (laughs) Met the boys for a. Well, the boys on my street. We have a. um, 
we have two things. We have the last Thursday of every month, we all go to the, uh, you know, the dads, right. go to the pub. And that's like in the diaries. But apart from that, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, our diaries are owned by, quite rightly, by our wives. Yes, yeah. So, but we, Monday and Tuesday, we're allowed. So also once a month, we have burger and beers. And it happened to fall just before the London Marathon. Okay. Yeah. Burger and beer. So I thought, well, I'm not going to ask for this without a bun. Beer loaded. I feel dizzy. <laughs> so um, I didn't do it quite right. But I don't know if it, I don't know if it helps. I do it just in case. I like to bump up yeah. just for the few days before, but I yeah. don't like to do the staff. But My so secret weapon is um, malt load on the morning of. Right. Of the morning of the marathon? Yeah. Malt That's nice. I like it. I love a bit of malt. That's <laughs> yeah. a big one to try. You can eat it during the marathon if you want, Paul. Yeah, you Rather, can. He wants to eat and run. Yeah. Just take a malt loaf. In fact, I think in Yorkshire, there's a malt loaf down the yeah. station. Yeah, yeah. At yeah. 14 miles. There's a balm cake station. <laughs> <laughs> but I think... I used to genuinely like a, like the recovering fat bloke I am. I thought, oh good, carb loading. That means I can basically eat what I normally eat plus pizza <laughs> in the week before a marathon. But now I'm much more old. Oh good. <laughs> I'll have an extra portion of ground rice. Yeah. I think it works. It just it makes you less achy, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it can't do any harm, can it? So. No, no. Do you, gel, do you eat during? Do you have gels and stuff? That Only during way. a fast marathon. Yeah. Um, so I did it. You have too many of them. You feel a bit sick, though, don't you? Oh, completely. Oh, a terrible thing. It's like World War Three in my stomach. Yeah. When I finished, when I crossed the line. Right. But. Um, yeah. No, when I got my PB. Yeah. I felt so awful afterwards, and it just felt like it was the gels, nothing to do with the run, just the, the gut rot of the gels. So the riding stables here. Nice. Um, nice. And now we're going to cross the A3. Oh yeah! I wish we could record that smell. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. It's real. Holly, stay. Good dog. She's a good dog, you know. So a number of times I've whizzed down here on the way to a gig and not known how the beauty beyond those gates. That's the nice thing about going for a run yeah. somewhere you've been to before, but not running. Yeah, yeah, it's lovely. It always shows oh. you the beauty of it. Chrissy Wellington, who is generally awesome, yeah. both as an athlete and a human being, uh, says that Richmond Park might well be her favourite place to run. Yeah, it is a great place, yeah, yeah. Um, because so you have that path out around the outside that we went to, we, we did a little flat mile or so of it, Yeah. but you also have the hills inside, you have mm. the deer. Um, and right round it is about seven, isn't it? Seven, uh, yes, I seven think so. Seven and a bit. Yeah, so I you, think so, yeah. So for your long runs, it's nice, isn't it, to do a few laps or whatever if you fancy it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I tend not to actually. To do you don't like stay. your laps? Um, I find it stressful, and I try not to be s stressed during a run. Right. Uh, because I know because I know how fast I can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you know, I, I run home from work every day. Right. Which is about six miles. Right. And I know that you know, at my best, I will get to the gates of Hyde Park in seven minutes. Right. And and so then I can't help looking at my watch, and if it says ten, I'm thinking, oh, I'm going so slowly today. <laughs> And, and, and I can't help myself. I go, well, I should speed up. Off. You've got to get off watch, mate. Well, you, get off, you, you must get off watch at some point. Yeah, you know, the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, only, it's only now, because I've decided to have one last crack at a, at a marathon PB. Right. We sort of pressure off crack as well. Yeah. Um, if I do it, fine, great. Um, but if I don't, I'm quite happy, because yeah. in my own mind. Well, it seems like a really positive relationship yeah. between your 100 miles and your marathon. Because on the one hand, it takes the psychological pressure off, but yeah. it's got to be great training for it. 
yes, I'm not. I'm not worried about you know <laughs> the miles hitting the wall. Really, yeah. Yeah. I will do a twenty miler. I guess. Although it, 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 it's still pace dependent, isn't yes, it? Isn't if it's it? yeah. too fast, you could still hit the wall. Well, this guy. And it's achievable. Gosh, look at this today. So this is a. This is called Richardson's Evans Playing Fields. Beautiful. And the other side where you can see those trees, Gorgeous. which we're heading for, is uh, is Richmond. Uh, is Wimbledon Common. Beautiful. This is great. Where's Rob gone? No. Same photo. Off you go. Come on. Brilliant. Oh, lucky to be here today. So this is, I'm sensing private schools near here. Is this private schools? Um, it's a good, good Wimbledon. Thing. Do you remember when Wimbledon were the crazy gang? Yeah. The football team. Yes, yeah. Vinnie Jones Vinnie and that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They the used to train here. Right. Um, I think there are private schools that train here as well, but I think it's, I think it's public land. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. Those houses there, but it's busy you can just sort of see peeping into, onto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's an estate. Yeah. yeah. And not a, an especially nice one. Yeah. But somehow... These gold reminds you just of look posher than the ones on Hackney Marshes. <laughs> yes, they the do. The grass does. Yeah. <laughs> no, the Hackney Marsh is a good place to run. So yeah, yeah, we've, run, we've done a few miles around there. Yeah, yeah, it's not far from my place. I did the Hackney Half a couple of years ago. That was a hot one. Through the Olympic Park, or was it not? Yeah, it went yeah. to the Olympic Park, which is, you know, it's exciting and great. It was the first time they did that. Yeah. But oh, yes, no, I was a... I was working in the Olympic Park that day. I was at BT Sport presenting a show. Ah, so you know, it was quite hot. Yeah. yeah. There's no shade in there. And everyone was getting pretty grumpy. And uh, there was this great moment where you turned sharply back on yourself at about 11 and a bit miles, just yeah. where you could see the 12 mile mark. Yeah. And everyone in that corner was going, oh, God. Oh, God. 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 It's something about the finish of races generally, marathons in particular, only because it's the longest one I've done. The, close, the, the nearer you get to it, the further away it seems. It's a bit like having a kid. It's like the nearer yeah. you get to the kid being born, the more unlikely it is that it's all going to happen. Yes. Do you know what I mean? yeah. You're chasing this elusive grail of the finish. <laughs> I actually find that in, um, in shorter races. Right. I'm all right with marathons and things, because I'm pretty good at staying in the moment. But, you know, I'm not like I'm doing... I'll be here. Yeah. We're just the other side of that war memorial. Um, next Saturday doing the Wimbledon Common half, I think. Right. Yeah. I think it's wise to do one half. Yeah. Ahead of a, if you can't a crack at a PB. Yeah. And uh, I will be thinking, this is never ending. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, how can I possibly only be at mile six? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah how yeah. is that humanly possible? I'm not halfway. <laughs> you know, I've been going for seemingly all of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did a 10K um, sort of they invited me to start it in Andover for a nice charity and right and I like to do it if I can because you know again it gets people running it's a yeah it's a good thing it, making money for, for good causes and I ran that the day after a long run that's and gonna, that gonna feel that yeah 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 that so felt never-ending and that was only yeah, six months so you started it and raced off simultaneously <laughs> did yeah <you>? did you? <laughs> Actually, I didn't start it oh, right. okay. there was a kid there was a kid called uh Ronnie, I think, whose 10th birthday it was. Right. So I got him to start it. Brilliant. Uh, but like you say, when you're on a shorter distance and it's not a sprint, it's amazing. Even a 5K, even a park run, you can get a 3K in and think, oh my goodness. Yeah. It's, it's all about than pace, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't like kilometres, which is always going back to Berlin. Do you not? I found counting off the 40, best part of 43. Yeah. Just did my head in compared to a 26.2. Oh, really? I've, I'm I the opposite. Like I like it because they tick by quicker. Yeah, yeah I think that it was 
obviously a bad day for me, but it's like you say, I knew they were supposed to tick by quicker. Yeah. And it's still taking forever. <laughs> it yeah. took me my whole life to get this kilometre. And it's not even a mile, I was thinking. Right, so we've got a bit of a hill here. Right. And frankly, there's nowhere around it. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it. As long as you do the talking. <laughs> we'll do it. Um, the good news is we'll be going down a hill the other side. Once we reach cool. the top, we're about 10, 15 minutes from cool. home. Is it true what you said that the Great North one doesn't count as a half marathon? Yeah. It's downhill. That's what I've heard, yeah. yeah. So it's, there's a, there's a certain amount of gradient you're at. Like I suppose, you know, a hundred meters world record isn't quite a world record or a long jump if you've got too much wind behind. Yes, yes. yeah. Same thing, I guess. I don't know what the exact so much of an advantage, where the yeah. line in the sand is. Yeah. Do you feel it when you're running it that it's, it's kind of swifter and more? No. Well, you I feel the exact that's, opposite. That's all in two massive hills, isn't it? Because yeah. there's a huge downhill at the beginning. But you think you don't really notice that because you think it's your legs feeling. Yeah, because you've know, just you. started. That's right. Yeah. And then there's one not quite close enough to the end, and the rest of it just feels slightly uphill. Yeah, exactly. It's very like this. Yeah. Just mildly uphill yeah. on this dual carriageway. It doesn't look like this exactly. Yeah. It's just on an unruined arterial road. But I love that finish because you come down here and think, yeah, I'm there, yeah. I'm there, I'm not quite there. <laughs> Winter half, which the uh, Radio 2 team did on Sunday, and I cried off because of darts, yeah. which I still think is my favourite ever <laughs> excuse yeah. not to run. Yeah. Sorry, darts. <laughs> um, emergency darts. Emergency darts in Cardiff. Got to go and see Phil Taylor. <laughs> um, um, the long mile in, in Windsor Great Park is a sort of long, steady mile yeah. up a hill or down a right. hill when you're coming back towards the finish. Yeah. But you pass a 12-mile mark and you think, right, okay, miles to go. Then you're round the corner and the finish is just there. Yeah. Right. There it is. Oh, right. Oh, they've obviously got but that right, so I'll start sprinting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, yes. Then they send you off again. Then, yeah. then you look up and it's got further away. <laughs> oh, it's got to hurt. So what ultras are you looking to beyond... What will inevitably be a marathon PB in New York? Where you, uh, do you want to get into Europe, get into some of those long mountain, well, yes. mountain ones? So, very much. Yes, I loved um, South Downs Way because it was hilly. Um, yeah. Not because it's hilly, but because you look up and the views. I mean, the South Downs. I would not know the South Downs unless I was a runner. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah. Peak District, we were talking about again before we started recording. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that just the most stunning place in the world? But we're also saying how it's such a great mindset to be into, yeah. desperate to go up a hill. Yeah. yeah. Like, I drove the Peak District thinking, what am I doing in the car? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and look, you were saying that the training benefits of running up hills is probably similar to interval training. Paul was yeah. doing some interval training yesterday. Yeah. How, how was that? It was great. Yeah, we did, we did one 2,000 metres. Then we did six 600 metres, and then we did one 2,000 at the end. Whoa. So it was, it was pretty intense in the last 2,000. You know, see, so very brightly this morning after that. No, it was fine. I enjoyed it. I really enjoy it. But I think hills, I think long hills are, are just the absolute best for strength. Yeah. I think, yeah, there's almost like still speed training, aren't yeah. there? Yeah. They're not speed speed, but it's that yeah. strength you get off them. Yeah. yeah. Probably you can feel it. Oh, horses. I think a little horse. Good afternoon. Hi, good morning. Is it morning? This is it. Perfect Last day. bit of hill. Right. Thanks, guys. Oh. Rob stopped to take a photo. So are you confident ahead of York? I'm confident that I'm going to run a PB. And it's all that thing of your window of 
sub three or three yeah. five or yeah. just a margin of error, you know. You sound exactly like I was before London. Just tempo, just I've got to sort out my pace. Yeah. And if it feels too quick sub three, I've got to pull back or else I will end up running yeah. it slower, you know. I, I've done, I've got three 20 mile runs in the bank and I've done PBs at 5k and 10k this summer. So it's all pointing in the right yeah. direction. How old are you? 47. So I'm a bit older. And you do get slower, naturally. Although not not till you're... Isn't it true that your 19-year-old self, which is when you hit adulthood as a male... Right. You then improve physiologically as a runner Yeah. every year till you hit your peak at 27. Right. At which point you start deteriorating. Yeah. So yeah. you hit your... 19-year-old self again, not eight years later. <laughs> Actually, hard on the face, I do. <laughs> you hit your 19-year-old, yes. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Here he comes, too, sod. <laughs> I know. And I kicked me when I was down as well. <laughs> well, I've come across but, this thing about peaking at 27 before. Yeah. And the fact that I didn't go for any kind of run until I was 35. Yes, yeah, same sad. with me. But, but then, but here's the good news. You're back at 19 at 64. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. <laughs> That sounds good. But will you still need me? Will you still feed me? <laughs> well, I'm 64. Then, of course, you had, in terms of long distance, you had uh, Carlos Lopez winning the Olympic marathon at yes. 37. Yeah. You know, you can definitely get fit, do faster in the marathon later. Look at Joe Pavey. But Pavey's. beyond 40. Yeah. Yeah. But who's yeah, the Joe uh, incredible, over 65 record holder, the woman in your books? Oh, Angie Copson. Was it the loveliest running. person? Until she was in her 60s. Yeah. 59, first run. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. That makes you feel better about the whole thing, doesn't it? Yeah. But it also makes you think, and I'm always, actually, you know, when I was, when I was starting that 10K and I was giving a little talk, I said, you know, please don't ever think it matters how fast or how far. And we sort of slightly obsessive runners yeah. can get too bogged can, down in that, I think. Yes. It doesn't yeah. matter how fast or how far. Yeah. Obviously, if you're doing a 10K, then it does matter. If you're racing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But... Um, but even if you're doing a 10k, it doesn't matter how fast, I don't think. If it's not your day, it's not your day. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we celebrate, absolutely, you can end up, we start competing, start talking about what they've done, and every achievement is great. But all running is good, isn't it? Yeah. If you went out and had a run, that's great. This is the last little scrape. All right, oh, okay. Last little scrape. Interesting. We can run round it. No, let's run up it. Here we go, we're climbing. This is a proper climb. That little climb back there wasn't as much as this, but I did get behind taking a picture of the horse and then had to run to catch you up. Very poorly timed on my part. <laughs> this is it. Wait, that, that, that thing you can see, that, that bit of grass? Yeah. That's the top of the hill. Cool. And it is literally downhill all the way. Gorgeous. I keep saying every time you go out on a nice day, this sort I say we can't have many wow, more days like this. This is not... Autumn's been great so far, hasn't yeah. it? Hasn't it? Yeah. Watch out here. Yeah. Loose stones and roots and things. I think you can go, oh no, I know you can go around this hill, but I, I just never have, so apologies. Let's go through it, yeah. So the, this is the, uh, the Wimbledon Common 5K, comes what, around there. What, the park run? Yeah. So that looks good for park run, yeah, actually. It's nice, pancake flat. That's great. And it's just on this, but this, this becomes like a, a bog, a marsh, right? Yeah. <laughs> in winter. It's like the one uh, we both done in South Manchester. It's just uh, goes around the edge of the park, and when it's been raining a bit, you get these big puddles. And next to the path is a drainage ditch. So I say, yes, it is muddy, and yes, you do have to run straight through it. Yeah. <laughs> Which really, <laughs> it's quite a lot of fun. 
The park excuse when you don't get your PB. The park runs are incredible, aren't they? Oh yeah, incredible aren't they? part of the running movement and what's happened there. It's just. I was actually going to give Tom Tom Williams, who's the managing director, um, and or Chrissy, who's in charge of the junior, a call about this uh, about this run fest because it yes. just seems oh, to be yeah. exactly the sort of thing that that they that get into yeah. should be involved in. Yeah, he was going well. He was, wasn't he? I was going to go down there, but I th- Too we're doing a little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he had a, he had a, a proper chest face. on him as well, yeah. like, a, like a triathlete, you know. <laughs> but to, to have a free-timed age category type thing like that is just fantastic, isn't it, really? Yeah. For every level of running, you know. Well, it's beautiful. And yeah. each individual person who goes and does one is in their little club, either on their own or with their mates, or with just the normal faces they see. But you're connected to something that's happening everywhere in the world. And again, that thing about the positive energy around running. Yeah. That I, you know, Paul Sinton Hewitt, randomly, I never met him before, came to this talk that I gave and was quite nervous about giving it the Bloomsbury Institute. Right. You know, they take one of their authors across any subject. Okay. And give them in once a month. Yeah. And say, you know, here you go. And they sell tickets. And I thought, first of all, no one would come. And second of all, the hell am I going to talk about? Yeah. You know, the following month was a philosopher. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it was, it was great. And Paul St. Hewitt came and I met him there. And you just will not f- meet a more kind of, um, what's the word? I mean, sort of, it, sound, it sounds like equanimity. Sanguine. Uh, yeah. Just the most sort of happy, content, content. Right. Content Equable. human being, yeah. Um, and again, nice people. Runners are nice people. It's a running, isn't it? It's good for the soul. It yeah. is. And it is a having a time as well. Like you say, if you do this run fest, yeah. it's the right moment. You know, park runs, run fest. The number of people who are thinking, I think I will run. Yeah. You know, it's actually great that there's this core of people who've always run or people who are incredible runners and famous athletes and stuff. But what's happening now is just anyone... He's in a position where I think, yeah, I'll run. Yeah. He uh, seems to be growing, isn't it? Yeah. I think even since I started running, the number of people you see out and about in the streets. I know, it's fantastic, isn't it? It's ex- exponentially bigger. Right. Um, where are we? This way. Right. I was just going to say, it's so nice to not be in charge of the map. <laughs> so this is um, Putney Heath. So that little tunnel we went through, which right. was underneath the A3. We crossed the A3 at... Um, it's called a roundabout, but it's not Robin Hood roundabout. Yeah. And then we just ran up a hill parallel to the A3, but in Wimbledon Common, and crossed it again. So we're Putney Heath, then it'll be Barnes Common, and we're back. Great. Right. And as I say, it's all downhill. Yeah, perfect. Which is good, because Holly seems tired. <laughs> Holly's annoying. I once did a four-hour run on the, in the Downs in the uh, Isle of Wight. Yeah. And I was on the top of down. So steep downhill on either side, so on the ridge, and she comes screaming up the side of the hill with this huge stick asking me to throw it. <laughs> well, really, we've been four hours, Holly. She's got to be the fittest dog in South West London. Yeah, for that which is not doubt. a competitive field. <laughs> Holly? So, yeah, what, have you got any events after New York lined up? Well, I, oh yes, you did ask me about the, the long stuff next year, and well, the people who... I was talking to during the Southwest Downs hundred, South Downs Way, sorry, hundred. We're raving like I do about that. Right. About this thing in Greece called the Spartathlon. Oh, all right. Which yes. is uh, 
it's 153 miles. I think you've got to do the four, first marathon in sort of 35 degree heat. Right. In under four hours, or yeah. it's the cutoffs. They have cutoffs there, don't they? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And and apparently you you climb a mountain at uh, um, at 100 miles. Nice. But they said. You know, well, they were raving about that, honestly, like I am raving about the 100 miles. Right. To the point almost of um, lunacy. <laughs> so I thought, well, that's got to be it. Plus, I'm Greek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Just so like, as long as you don't ever pull the five dividends at the end. <laughs> well, that was great. Stay, 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 stay. Good girl, off you go. So that's how many miles? 153. Right. Um, and there's, uh, there's the UTMB, the Ultra Trail, the Mont Blanc. Yes. Which I just need to do one, one more 50, I think, and I qualify. Right. Um, and... Uh, Will you be I in London? I mean, it's just the London Marathon, so... Oh, no, I'll be in London because we're, we're flogging it again for children in need. Very right. good. So we're doing the package, you know, we've got... Um, oh, yeah, so when we, when we announce that package... The running package. Yeah. You know, we say we'll do London. You'll be VIP at the front of London. You'll go right. to Crammies. Paula will help. We've also said there is a mystery event we can't tell you about, which is the thing it's I just learned. It's the farm. It's, no. yeah, it's that run fest thing I was right. going on okay, about. Cool. So in retrospect, I really shouldn't have told you, but never mind. Well, we at, this stage, at this stage, it's an idea. Yeah. And as it, as yes. it happens. We have a call group of listeners. We won't put it on the labelling. <laughs> listeners, that's between us. Okay. Yes. Shush. But I'm honestly going to try and make it happen. I love the fact that I've talked about it now in public because pressure on to make it, it happen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's a great idea. Well, like, it's just, it's, it's the time. Yeah. So um, the runs also are Bob Graham round. I don't know if you've oh, heard yeah. of that, but I'd love to do that. Yeah, all absolutely. The um, I think if I felt I could do it, I'd be into that. But I'm just scratching at running up fells at the moment. But I love running in the lakes. And to run up mountains that I yeah. once slogged up walking for hours. Yeah. It's a very satisfying feeling. I just don't know if I could do 72. I think you could. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, all these people, start, you'll be start all these things. I don't know if I could do 62 miles, 100 miles. Yeah. But what are your long trips? Do, do you have a weekly, or maybe a bi-weekly, very, very long run? No, I don't, no. You don't? But what I do is I, um, I run places when I could easily bike or tube or whatever right yeah, yeah. so i run home from work i didn't do it today because i was meeting you guys yes, but yeah um, i run home from work every single day right so that's six miles in the legs yeah but that dog that needs a run so so that pretty much guarantees i'm out again right yep um and if i'm going to take her for a 20 minute walk yes. i may as well run yeah. even if that's all i've got right uh I think so, also just so just little and often and so running right. and stopping and running again on any given day is, is great for your fitness as well. I think it's, it's a lot than since, one longer run since I started doing that. Yeah, so I did. I only did a one four and a half hour run before the hundred mile because I just literally didn't have time. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think the accumulation plus they say, and I think they're probably right. The first fifties in the legs, the second fifties in the head, yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. Uh, and the third fifty. <laughs> Doesn't exist yet. Yeah. <laughs> but how was it? So the um, the one, uh, what's it called? The one on Ridgeway. A race to the stones. Race to the stones. That was mid July, isn't it? That is mid July. How long after that was your hundred? Oh no, that was the June following year. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, I see. But so actually, the day after that, due to a 
enormous diary gaff. I promised Jensen Button, who'd done me a favour to be interviewed by the book, yeah. for the book, that I would run his triathlon right. in Derby. And that was the day after the race of the Stones. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> oh my I, word. Actually, the swim was awesome, because having spent a day at low intensity, you know, using my legs, yeah. to not have to use my legs and to have a... It was only a sprint, so it was 750 metre meter thrash in the water. I'm a terrible swimmer, and I was second out of the water. Yeah. But then the first step I took in transition, uh, I knew I was in trouble. Yeah. And the bike ride was feeble, and then the run was just <laughs> five kilometres <laughs> of... It just felt like my, my legs were a very posh wine glass with a very thin stem, oh. shattering every time I put them down. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lovely metaphor. <laughs> oh my god. Similarly, not metaphor. Thank you, pedantic listeners. Um, no, you were right first time. Was I? But you said your legs were, yes. Damn it. Um, uh, but Jensen Buttons are quite the uh, athletes, I did. Yeah, yeah. I did uh, um, London next to him last year and he yeah. got an incredible time. 253, was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very shiny at the end. Yeah, I know. Damn him. <laughs> we can go left here. Right. I'm aware I said it would be an hour. Sorry, right, we're yeah. an hour and two minutes. So. Oh, but we no. are back in Barnes. We're doing well. It's beautiful. It's really good. So the book then, how long did it take you to do it? Did you enjoy working on it? Yeah, I did. I loved it. I like the I structure was... of it. I like the... Thank you. It's one of those where you can read the whole thing or you, you can dip in. You can... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's inspiring in every... Wherever you dip into it. Do you know what I mean? Well, There's thanks. Some... Well, I know I enjoyed writing it. Um, I was writing it at the same time as Chris... Evans, who I work with, was writing his call the midlife. Right. So he would annoyingly text how many me, words you've done. You know, on a Sunday morning <laughs> at 6.30 saying, you know, 1,500 words already, you? <laughs> <laughs> and he has this thing where he, he sort of ring fences three, four hours to write. Right. And my now two-year-old daughter had only just been born when I was writing it. And I just couldn't do that. Yeah. And whenever I did, I panicked. Why aren't you writing? <laughs> so what I just did, what I found work for me was I wrote it on the iPhone okay just um, whilst running well actually the first time I did I was waiting for my daughter to who shut her finger in the car door oh, no. to have an x-ray oh, so we were just waiting right she was in there with the x-ray and I couldn't go in because it was an x-ray machine so I just started I had an idea I just started writing the last chapter actually right and uh, and I and I frequently thought you know none of this is actually going to go in the book, but at least I'm starting, at least I'm doing something. And then you read it back through and you think, oh, that's all right. I mean, it might not be tight. Right. But, and then, they're so lovely, my publishers. They're so, you know, Charlotte and Sarah who helped me edit it. But you knew that the deadline meant the deadline. Okay. Uh, <laughs> We're and, nice, but get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I sent one email saying, and well, remind me what the deadline was again. <laughs> goes, As per the contract, the 5th of August. So. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Um, so we were on holiday in France just before that um, this lovely place my in-laws own stay Holly okay, okay. and uh, so instead of just you know putting the kids to bed and opening a rosé and you know having a nice chat as usual we sat down well we still opened a rosé actually right yeah we just yeah. sat down and she's She's so clever, my wife, and she's so sort of perceptive. And we just read it through together. And she would say, no, that bit's not right. I see what you're trying to say here, but it doesn't come across right. Sounds really and, nice. Yeah. And it was actually one of my favourite 
So, I mean, it's sort of, when we sat down, first time we thought, this is going to feel like work. But we felt very kind of bonded and close together doing it. Yeah, yeah. And I felt so grateful and, and so, honoured that she did. Well, no, nice to be edited by someone who must know you so well. Yeah. To get it. Oh, I see where we are. That's great. So this here is a great pilgrimage spot because yeah. somebody of rock and roll fame, whose name escapes me, drove their car into that ditch down there. Oh, right. There's a plaque somewhere there. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Here's there. to you, Mark. Oh, gosh. Yeah, there. Can you see the? Uh, there's a plaque and some balloons and things. Oh, yeah. In the 60s. But you'd have definitely heard of him. Mark Bolan. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Wow. wow. And he, then left um, down here. He uh, <coughs> came up in Stoke Newington. They used to have his leather top hat in Stoke Newington Library. And uh, there was a uh, petition went round to call this pub, but it didn't happen. And then they called it Defoe's, and now it's called the Tea House. But they wanted to call it the White Swan. Yeah. Of course, classic pub name. Yes. But as in Ryder White Swan. Right. I think that would have been great. <laughs> it's a shame it didn't happen. Bit of bowling. Well, literally five minutes. Is that okay? I don't yeah, want to. Fine. I yeah. do not absolutely want to be responsible for ruining months of training no, no, by no, overdoing no. it on your. No, this is fine. Well, I know this you're is fine. This <laughs> is fine. Robert, <laughs> you're okay. Um, you don't right. have a sort of kamikaze oh, urge to run 16 miles. <laughs> I got these ridiculous rash of twinges in my legs, but I know I can run on them. So I will be taking it easy over the next 10 days. No. I think we're ready for York. I really do. I think also. No, sorry, I didn't know if he was I think that our. Um, I think we've done quite a good job. I think we're a bit like Khalil Gibran's Pillars of the Temple. Yeah. He's done a good job of training in parallel without training completely together. Are you, are you guys members of a running club? He is. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with... Uh, I just joined Heathside this year, London Heathside. How so is that? Because I keep meaning to join Barnes Runners. Oh, it's great. It's great because... Just, just for the long intervals and the... You just run... You just train harder than you would do on your own. With you faster not, runners, yeah. you know, so you feel the improvement, you know, and also information sharing and all that, and all that stuff. And it's just yeah. good to spend just a bit of time with like-minded enthusiasts, you yeah. know, who are just as into running as you, if not more so. Yeah. And uh, and I was in a running club when I was a kid, so as opposed to trying to with me, which is running with somebody who's into running but less so. No, no, no. We, we're all into <laughs> running, but it's that group thing. Yeah. Yeah. This. And you get into different races and stuff that you might not normally hear about. Yes, exactly. Yeah, small, smaller, swifter ones. That you know, speedy one in Victoria Park. I like, I like the, the mass day. ones. Yeah, but I like the small ones sometimes as well that are cheaper to enter, and you just rock up. Yeah. Where's the nearest one to you? Serpentine, is it? No, oh, I mean, well, they're in Hyde Park, which no, I run for every right. day. But there's Barnes Runners. Yeah. Um, and we're in, you know, we're in Barnes. Yes, yeah. The Sheen Shufflers, oh, right. who I love because they have a junior section. And they're called Shufflers and they don't take themselves so seriously. Yeah, I like that idea, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. yep, yep. So your kids are getting into running then? Yeah. I mean, I had to I had to drag one of them sort of kicking and screaming into running, but she now gets it. Um, she's just, you know, my daughter is... My 12-year-old daughter yeah. is an amazing human being in many, many ways, but you'd never previously have described her as calm. 
Right. But running has just Children. rounded off the edges a little bit. Okay. Um, that sounds good. She doesn't like she doesn't like park runs anymore. She'll run during a park run. Right. But she won't run take in her chip. Yeah. Right, okay. Or she'll or she'll just come off early or just decide to do a different route and meet okay. at the end. Brilliant. Um, she just wants to run for herself. She's a now, so she can. That's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but my son likes it. Did you run when you were a kid then? Not at all, no. Right. I sort of secretly didn't mind the primary school cross country. Right. Which was just around the block, actually. Even yeah. though it was called cross country. Um, but, you know, admitting that would have been, you know, like admitting you liked homework. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought it was just me, but thinking back, they did kind of wheeled cross country as basically yeah. a punishment. Yes. Yeah. And Noel Thatcher, the Paralympian who's broken many world records and won many gold medals. Yeah. He actually started running literally as a punishment yeah. for being caught smoking. <laughs> <laughs> I cut a corner of a football pitch yeah. on a three-mile run in the snow when I was at school and got a detention. <laughs> and I can just still remember thinking, really? Yeah. I, just, I just can't see it. <laughs> I was, during cross-country, I was the the rather strange kid out in front running really quickly. How was that kid? Oh, was nice. Kid like really <laughs> yeah, I used to love it. I was secretly jealous of that kid. <laughs> but I couldn't admit it. Was it was quite a lonely, quite a lonely position. But good fun. Yeah, so, yeah, so you're what, like five, five years or so uh, older than me. So yes. you're still talking 70s. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah little, it's great what's 70s, happened to yeah. running. Yeah, I caught the first running boom sort of like around the 80s, around, yeah. around LA Olympics and stuff. Yes. And then I came away from running and then got back into it later. When did you start the column? Mm, probably about six years ago now. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. But they just... I actually got in touch with them. They, they'd, I'd, I'd done a guest one yeah. for them. And then I just said, you fancy? And they said, yeah, it's been, it's been a good motivational yes. tool for me, actually. And you run, as I found out, we're not writing about running, you run with your eyes open, don't you? Because yeah. you're always looking for yes, yeah. for material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's good for your thoughts anyway, running. Yeah, so. exactly. There was one, wasn't there, you went in a wood on holiday. That must have been quite... Must have been about five, six years ago, was it? Right. I'm trying to think. And you got lost. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I get lost a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the little scrapes that happen to you. Yeah. There's often just little adventures, aren't they, when you're yeah. off on your own? You know. Absolutely. Yeah. So what's next for you two after York? London. I reckon. Well, and you'd like to go long next year, wouldn't you? Yeah, I will do London again. I'd like to do, I'd like to do Chicago or New York or an international major marathon. Yeah, Berlin. Oh, Berlin's first on my list. Yeah, Just all sample right. that lack of atmosphere. So I think Berlin is great. <laughs> we have to specify. I think everyone. <laughs> it was my bad day. <laughs> no, I'd love to go. I'd love to New New York actually. I want to do New York in uh, maybe next year. Yeah, you know, stupid to put things a long way away. Yeah. I'd like to do it in two years, because it was the first one, you know, I thought to myself, when I signed up for London for the first time, and then I'll do New York before I'm 50, you know, and next year, next autumn, will be my 10-year uh, oh, running right. anniversary. Oh, nice, so you can sort of 
So kind of finish that off. Give nice. yourself a present. Yeah. What about comrades or something like that? Yeah, What's maybe. That's is that 52 miles? Is it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We were gonna train for this by doing a 50k on the Thames path. Yeah. But we bowed out because we thought that would be counterproductive. Yes, it would be. We just thought it'd be just. You know, you frame it in your head of like it's just a long, slow training run. Yeah. When in fact. He's five miles further than a marathon. We weren't really fit enough anyway. Yeah. And you'd, we'd have just hurt ourselves, so we kind of pulled back from that. You've got to be, you have got to be very fit to do an old champion. You can't oh, yeah. get fit during it. I don't think so, no. Yeah. I think you have to have... I mean, I, I think, you know, my lots of little runs add up to, you know, long ones. Yeah. Um, but you've still got a four and a half hour in. i got which one, Which is yes. great for confidence, yeah. yes. It, it, I mean, it really wasn't. Right. It was, it was a real struggle. <laughs> it was like scraping. Right. Um, all the way around. But I purposefully didn't eat. I just thought, look, I'll make sure I feel worse now than I do. I do that sometimes. Do a long run with no food. Here we go. Yeah. And this is us. I mean, I'm just doing it here. He got the best of the weather there. It's clouded over slightly now. Sorry? We got the best of the weather, it's clouding over. Yeah? As it's soft on the coast. I'd just like to uh, share my love for the title of your book because I've been talking a lot about running related songs this yeah. summer. And I love that you've got one that doesn't actually mention running. <laughs> if that's my number one song though, if you want. Oh, yeah. If I was a DJ. And I wanted to fill a dance floor. I think it might be, yeah. well, maybe Uptown Funk now, but it always had been. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, I What's used possible? to, uh, a couple of times in Edinburgh, playing the Late and Live Band, too. Yeah. It's a big gig, and also finishing at 5 a.m. Whoa. And we would close, in fact, this time we were closing with Bohemian Rhapsody, but we closed with Don't Stop Me Now a few times. And, you know, it's just wonderful. And I love the open-endedness of it. You leave everyone thinking, la, 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 la. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Which is wonderful. Great run. Thanks, Vassos. Yeah, that thanks. was lovely. Thank you, guys. I really enjoyed that. I can tell you how Fantastic. far. Is everyone in? Here we are. We are. Yeah, how far do we go? Hey, what speed? Uh, um, we did. Clicks, 14K? Yeah, oh, we did. Clicks, a one hour 15, and we did nearly nine miles. Wonderful. Eight and three right. quarters. That's okay. We'd recommend your book to anyone. Oh, well, that's very kind of you it? to say so. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, it's a great read. Morning. And we hope that that thing you told us about is going to happen. <laughs> we can't talk about, about it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we hope that this works so that listeners can listeners get in touch with us. We're RunCompod on Twitter, RunCompod on Facebook. And, uh, and uh, keep in touch. Let us know what you're up to. Awesome. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. With Paul Tonkinson and Rob Deering.